Hey, what's up, guys? Another great episode of Evolutionary.org podcast coming your way. Steve Smee along with Rick. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? How are you doing, Steve? Hey, man. Uh, any day above ground is, is a great day. You know what I'm saying? Just just uh, be positive and, and uh, be grateful for, for everything we got. So, guys, we're going to talk about sure, three awesome sure. topics. Uh, the first one is mistakes people do when first using steroids. So topic, and really we could do a whole show on this, but because, you know, every day on the forums, we get people posting about problems that they run into when they're on cycle. And really, you know, I understand everyone's new at this and a lot of people learn differently. Some people just do it, learn from their mistakes and don't repeat the same thing over again. Some people repeat the same things over and over again. They, they do the same mistakes over and over. And some people just never get it. I know I have the buddies at the gym. They're in their 50s and their 60s. They've been using steroids for 40 years, and they still make really, really dumb mistakes on cycle, which costs them health, gains, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, let's talk about this a little bit. Um, Rick, what, what are some mistakes that you're seeing guys making on forums over the years that are really – things that they should be uh, improving on? I think the number one mistake is just starting too soon. One of the worst mistakes you can make when it comes to, you know, using steroids is starting way too soon. You have to have an ongoing minimum five-year run of just training consistently and naturally and learning about your body, learning about your diet. You know, a lot of guys, as, as soon as they hit their first plateau, they automatically think they need to take something. And no, when you hit your first plateau, then you got to just think about the way you're training, think about the way you're eating, and change that around. You know, just minimum five years of ongoing training where you've hit a wall or two and you've gotten past it through change, changes in your training program, changes to your diet, just good, healthy behavior um, for a prolonged time before you throw the steroids on there. You have to know your body enough and, and you have to mature your body and you, and, and you have to develop really good training habits, good technique. So I'd say the number one mistake most guys make is um, they just start way too soon. What do you think? One of the micro issues, that's a good macro thing. I'll, I'll answer this in a little different direction. One of the micro things that people can do specifically is get blood work done because I know for me, um, I, I did not get blood work done before I used their first through steroids. No one told me to, um, you know, because I got into steroids be through a friend. And when you get into steroids through a friend and you don't do your own homework, you just take them at their word, you know, what makes them an expert on it? What makes them all knowing on the subject? When you do something, whether it's the doctor, the dentist, whatever, you put something in your body, you need to do your own homework on it. You need to be personally responsible for that. So don't depend on friends. That's, the big issue is not depending on friends for advice on this stuff. There's no excuse right now in 2019, 2020 with all the access to information we have now, back when I first started, there was like one website out there that talked about steroids. Now there's several, 
and evolutionary.org, Elite Fitness, those sites have so much content now and so many threads that there's no excuse for you not to go on there and research this shit on your own and not just listen to friends. So with blood work, why you should get blood work before steroids, very simple. You want to know where you're at. Okay, you want to know where your total testosterone levels are. You want to know where your LH is, your FSH, your estrogen levels. You want to know this is the basic shit you should know. You want to know where your liver value is, your organ levels, kidney values, your red blood cell count, all that stuff, cholesterol levels to flag any issues. This way when you do use steroids and come off and your HPTA doesn't recover, you'll, you'll at least know, hey, you know, my HPTA was pretty weak before I used steroids. So after using steroids and doing a PCT, why am I not recovering as well as I'm supposed to? Well, you'll know, hey, I had a pretty piss poor HPTA before. My testosterone levels were low before, so you can't expect them to bounce any higher than they were before. So blood work is very important. Not listening to these, your friends, okay? Not listening to people in the gym. Um, one of the things I notice when you walk into a gym, and this is locker room culture at work, Okay. You played sport. I played football in high school. Everyone acts like a moron in the locker room. I don't know what it is, but when you walk into a locker room or you walk into a gym, the IQ of everybody drops 40 or 50 points. I don't, I don't know why. That's just the culture that's been passed down over the generations. And, um, you know, so it's really not a wise idea to listen to people. You have to do your own research there's plenty of content out there, guys. There's articles on everything nowadays. No reason for you not to do your homework. Yeah, um, and just to add to that blood work um, situation, you want to make sure you involve your doctor, too, and let him know what you're doing. He's most likely not going to like it, but uh, you need to let him know what you're up to, let him know what you plan to on doing, let him know what research you've done. And I would definitely involve, involve your doc, that's very, very important. And also just to touch up on what Steve said, the forums. Look, I'm, um, I'm a big tech guy, so I like technology. And I run into issues here now and then. When I go online to see a way to resolve them, I will always find people that had the same issue ongoing. Same thing with steroids. Same thing with most things you do. If you just get online and you're patient and you search properly, you will find other people that are running into the same issue you're running. So using the forums, using the search engine at the forums instead of just Google, but going on, on evolutionary.org or elitefitness.com and just plugging into the search engines there, you will find other folks that have or are reporting the same kind of uh, issues or questions that you're reporting right now. So definitely, um, you know, doing that is it's important, very, 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 very important to do. Just hit the forums and involve your doctor. Also, another thing I want to add to um, to beginner mistakes is, uh, using too much steroids at the start and also just going right to the hard stuff right away. So what do I mean? You know, guys going over five, six, seven hundred milligrams a week on their first or second cycle. That's just too much. Um, a first cycle, you know, three to five hundred megs a week. First cycle. Second cycle, three to five hundred megs a week. <laughs> Fourth cycle, you probably want to stay around the same. See, just how you learn to train natural and you switch your training up and your diet up when you're natural. Once you start using juice, you want to kind of go through the same process there. And the answer should not be just to up the dose when progress is stale. You want to 
see how else you can get creative with your, with your training, with your diet and work off the steroids and do it that way. So that's really important to do also is you want to make sure that you're, uh, you know, you're not taking too much at the start. You really, you really want to take, I, I would say a full five years of doing a couple of cycles a year before you really start doing, you know, a gram or over a gram a week. Those are really big numbers. And, and most people should get reached their goals of looking the way they want at around 500 mix a week is what I think. So using too much, um, you know, and, and using the harsh stuff too soon, you know, just going on trend on your second cycle or, you know, some of these harsher things, you, you really want to leave that towards, you know, once you've had some more experience and, and you, you've done a lot more of this stuff. Also, um, starting a cycle and not having your anti-estrogens ready. If you're going to be doing some uh, testosterone, some bionable, um, you want to have your anti-estrogens right on hand before you even start. Also, if you're doing any orals, you want to have your entugard, you know, ready to go. So um, one of the worst mistakes you can make really is starting your cycle and not having the things you might need on hand or starting your cycle while you're waiting for stuff to come in. You really want to have everything on hand right before the cycle starts. You don't want to be scrambling or be dealing with side effects and then having to go around and find, find your stuff. So uh, that's also important. Yeah, and this goes into our second topic, talking about what do you need on cycle, supplement, support supplements, ancillaries, or ancillaries, however you want to pronounce it, um, you know, what you need to run on cycle. I actually been researching um, an article on liver that I'm, that I'm working on right now, and one of the fascinating things is the average male liver is, a, is about 1,500 grams, 14 to 1,500 grams, females about 12 or 1,300 grams. Dallas McCarver, who was 26 years old, passed away a couple years ago, and he was a bodybuilder. Those of you who don't know who he was, he was a professional bodybuilder. He was a beast. He was on pace to definitely be a top five, you know, Mr. Olympia guy eventually. But he cut corners, meaning he wanted to basically build Rome overnight he wasn't willing to pace himself. He wasn't willing to get into his 30s and early 40s before he peaked because nowadays, Mr. Olympia champions, they're older. They're late 30s, early 40s. Last year, the guy he won was like 42, 43. So he was in a rush. And what he did was actually he ended up killing himself. His liver, okay, keep in mind what I said. 1,500 is what your liver should be, 1,500 grams. His liver, Rick, was over 4,500 grams when they did the autopsy. Wow. Yeah, man. We're talking three times the, the normal size. His heart was enlarged as well. When your heart's that big and that enlarged, what's going to happen? It's going to put a lot of pressure. So you really need to run your support supplements when you run steroids, guys. And even though we all know, yes, most oral steroids are, are liver toxic, injectables are also going to have an effect on the liver over time. And that's a complicated topic. Um, really don't have time to do that. But I have, I'm, I'm right. A lot of guys don't know that, Eve. A lot of guys don't realize that you have to watch your liver and, and be conscious of it. Even when you're taking injectables, they're not as dangerous for your liver as orals are, but they'll still have an impact. You still need to be taking some kind of liver aid while you're, you're on injectables for sure. 
Yeah. So go over some of the best supplements. You mentioned N2 guard earlier. That's what I use on cycle with the N2 guard. I'll run about seven caps a day on cycle, but if I'm running a more harsh cycle, like trend trend really pounds your liver as an injectable more than other injectables. I'll run up to 10 caps a day of the N2 guard really makes a difference. What are some of the ingredients in, in there? Like the milk thistle, the tutka, you're a supplement expert. Tell, tell us about those. Well, the, the milk thistle and the tutka is something you want to have on every cycle. You know, uh, tutka, I think it's pronounced something like uh, Torah or chilic acid, something like that. But um, yeah, man, it's, you definitely need it on, on every cycle. Anytime you're taking uh, any kind of orals, you also want that, that milk thistle in there. Now, you can use the Intuguard, which is the, the brand that I produce, or you can get it elsewhere if you just want those two. But I definitely would not run any kind of steroids without it. It's, you know, the Tutka and the milk thistle combination is really going to go a long way in, in helping you uh, protect your liver from some of these side effects. And, um, you know, a lot of times we'll, we'll sit there and budget our cycles and, and make, you know, make money to take as much or, or strongest of an oral dose we can take. And we don't think about the fact that, you know, you are doing some damage to your liver and some of it's going to be pretty long term if you don't, if you're not doing anything or, or taking something else to help you um, heal that liver. So definitely took uh, milk thistle are probably the number one. And I haven't done a cycle without them in, in a decade. And I will never run any kind of steroids or juice unless I'm taking uh, took um, milk thistle, you know, the whole time through. Yeah. And then, you know, you know, CQ10 as well, coenzyme 10, um, really, really good for the heart. One of the top uh, recommendations for many, not just Eastern doctors, but also Western doctors will tell their patients who have high blood pressure, take that. It really makes a difference. Another ingredient into guard too. Um, you know, I, I think, I think also you mentioned it earlier about an anti-estrogen. I really recommend aromacin, very gentle steroid, it won't crash your estrogen levels. You want to make sure you're checking your blood work, make sure your estrogen levels are in place. Um, it depends on what you're running. It depends on the body. But I mean, generally, you know, start with maybe two and a half milligrams of aromacin every other day, or every third day, and kind of adjust it from there based on what you're using. Keep your estrogen levels in line. If you do not keep your estrogen levels in line, if you let your estrogen levels get too, get too high, you'll run into gynecomastia, which is bitch tits. And that is very hard to reverse. And a lot of guys end up having to do a surgery. It's like 10 or 12,000 to get a, a decent surgery to get removed that gyno. So you definitely don't want to be blowing 12 grand just because you were too um, impatient or too lazy to run an, an AI, which costs literally like $50 for a whole packet of aromas. And, uh, you know, so don't, don't be greedy guys you know make sure you you run your proper ancillaries get them your support supplements and you know your aromatized inhibitors um you really want to do that any any else anything else at fabric yeah um for doja agrestis it's something i take with every cycle um, when you take it on cycle i, I feel it helps prevent uh, suppression from coming on i don't think your uh, testosterone levels really uh, your natural testosterone production really uh, gets suppressed much when you take it on cycle. And when you take it with your post-cycle therapy, I feel it just helps me recover a lot quicker with, without any side effects from the Clomid or the HCG. So for Doja Agrestis, again, I, 
I add a, about a gram a day of Fedoja Agrestis when you take uh, into generate. But if you don't, you know, if you don't want to get into generate, you want to just buy something, uh, just the Fedoja Agrestis. I think that one you definitely need. And another one you need is a uh, stinging nettle root. Uh, I have that also in into generate. And stinging nettle root just helps uh, to uh, bind up some of that uh, sex hormone binding global and thus helping you uh, increase your free test levels. So uh, stinging nettle is, is definitely another one you want. I think, look, uh, for protecting the body, liver, tudka milk thistle, those are the two you definitely need. There's a lot of other stuff that you also should have, and I added all that in Intugard. But if you're just looking to buy the essentials, what you absolutely need, tudka and milk thistle, that's for your liver. Now, if we're talking about your natural testosterone production and what to do there, you really want Fedoja agrestis and stinging nettle root. Stinging nettle root extract, you know, the good stuff. So um, those two you definitely need. I have those in the end to generate along with other things I think you need. But if you're just talking about one thing you absolutely want, two things, uh, Fedoja agrestis and stinging nettle root to help your, um, your natural testosterone production. Another nice to have is creatine. You know, creatine is a great, great product and you could take it right with, with steroids and It'll work just fine, man. I think uh, not enough guys on juice are taking creatine, and it'll definitely make a big difference, in my opinion, when you take uh, the sauce. So uh, I, I would hit that for sure. All right, guys. So our third and final topic. We're just going to have fun with this one. We're, we're going to kind of go over our favorite oral and injectable steroids that we like to run. Because guys are always asking. They're like, oh, what should I run for a second cycle? What should I run for a third cycle? They're just kind of flabbergasted. And I was telling them, look, it's not rocket science, guys. Steroids are steroids. Steroids are hormones. They're very powerful stuff. So, I mean, really, like, you know, you just got to, like, try them out and see what you, what you end up liking. It depends on your goals. Like, for me, during my peak strength size um, time, you know, this was in my early mid-30s, when I was benching 400 plus and, you know, just going on there and throwing three plates on the bench and, four plates on the squat and rep putting out reps. Like, like it was nothing. I was using trend, you know, trend is the beast of strength. Like if you want strength, trend is the way to go, but trend beats the shit out of your cardio. And trend also is a bitch when it comes to insulin uh, resistance, because it's going to make you, you know, crave carbs and crave sugar. Sometimes get up in the middle of the night craving it because you know, it throws your blood sugar off and throws your insulin sensitivity off. So it's got, it's, it's got its benefits, but also has this negative. So I did a little abuse on trend. I probably over a two year period, I ran maybe four or five trend cycles. And, um, there were probably seven, eight weeks each because I couldn't handle trend more than eight weeks because of the side effects. But man, did I get strong? I got fucking huge on it. I mean, that was the biggest and strongest I ever been, but it wrecked, it wrecked my health, guys. I mean, my cholesterol levels was like 220, 225, which I guess for the average American is, is a good level, you know, to have that, but not for an athlete. So, um, you know, I don't run training anymore, guys. My, my goals are different now. I'm more into fitness and more into health. So now I like to run a little bit of EQ here and there, maybe a little T-bowl here and there. Um, very, very gentle steroids, and they're very mild. So it just depends on your goals, guys. Um, how about you, Rick? What, what are your favorites? 
Well, um, you know, I, I thought about this a little bit before the show, and I had a, had a couple of answers. So, number one, look, if I could get really good, legitimate GW and human great test, that's about all I would need. I mean, GW burns fat, increases endurance, and you look good from it. And testosterone, I think it get you anywhere. But GW is not really a steroid, so um, it's a SARM. Um, and it's hard to get good legitimate uh, versions of it. So it's probably not applicable. And, and testosterone is born. Everybody's heard me say this before. So look, um, and here's my other two answers, right? If I can get legitimate stuff in a perfect world, it would be super draw uh, or bistrol and primo ball and depop. If I could get legit primo ball and depop like back in the day and legit super draw, you know, bistrol, those would be my my favorite stack. Now, that's also out of the door because it's really hard to find uh, either one of those legit today. So actually legit stuff today that I could get my hands on would be Terrinabol and EQ, right? It's <laughs> a long answer. So I'm pretty confident I could get a, a legitimate Terrinabol. This is a really good oral, doesn't require um, any anti-estrogens. It's very strong for the amount you take very good lean gains. EQ, um, I can get legitimate um, veterinarian grade EQ. I know it'll be legit, I know it'll be what I'm paying for. And it's just a very good steroid. Uh, it increases cardiovascular endurance, it gives me good strength, good pumps, good volume. You grow fast off of it. I feel like the post-psychotherapy off of EQ is, is some of the easiest I've done. Um, so yeah, there's your three answers. But anyway, to stick to one, right? Turinable and EQ. Uh, that would be my final pick. Why? Because I can get confidently get legitimate versions of those two. Yeah, I ran Superdraw back in the day a couple of times. Man, this stuff is so fucking sick. Like the 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 strength gains are so fucking fast. Like if one more two weeks, my bench shot up like 20, 30 pounds. It's just Insane, but the Nothing side like effects. Are the, the, closest thing, the closest thing, the closest thing to like, Superdrawl is Turinabol. Is the closest thing to it, in my opinion. But the side effects on Superdrawl are a bitch, though. Oh yeah, you got, you got, you got to take that into guard. You got to drink plenty of water. You can't stack it with with other orals. You can't stack it with a bunch of stuff. I mean, you've you've really got to respect it. But as far as recomposition, as far as helping you lose body fat and, and gain uh, mass quickly, um, I mean, Superdrawl, man, it's about as <laughs> it's about as, as good as it gets. Yeah, for sure. The sewer roll is interesting. I ran it at uh, 30 milligrams a day and the side effects are really bad. So I dropped it to 20 milligrams a day and uh, I ran it and it's amazing the difference between running it at 20 or 30 milligrams a day. Like if you run it 40 milligrams a day, oh my God, the side effects are brutal. So there's just a little 10 milligram difference with super oh, yeah, the, the jump between 30 to 40. Yes. Jump between 30 to 40 as far as side effects go, yes, yeah, is, is a big difference for sure. Hit that on the head, yeah. There's you a know. true story. I'll tell you this true story, and, I, and I'll let you tell a story about steroids. I was running Trend one time, and I'll, you know, you guys know I'm, a, I'm big on fishing. I went on a fishing trip, okay, offshore, about 13 miles offshore for Red Snapper. This was during snapper season. And, um, you know, Red Snapper is like fucking primo, you know, in the bodybuilding world. It's, it's hard to get. And it's like worth gold. Like each fucking snapper is like $60, $70 fish, even more, even a hundred dollar fish. But anyway, went out, went out there, dude. And as soon as we left 
the marina and then we took off and we lost sight of land, I'm fucking heaving throwing up. I'm throwing up nonstop. This was an eight-hour fishing trip. I spent seven hours shitting out diarrhea and throwing up. My piss, no joke, and I was on train at the time. My piss was like black. I, I literally like almost died. That tells you how much of a strain that trend puts on your liver, that I was pissing out black shit. And if you look up liver uh, damage and liver disease, that's one of the main side effects of liver, liver disease is pissing out um, dark colored urine. So I had liver damage from that experience. And, you know, there's no telling how much damage I did to my liver. Knock on wood, I was able to recover, thankfully. I was, you know, I got home. I took a bunch of Tutka. I took a bunch of milk thistle. I, I, you know, I don't drink alcohol anyway. If I was drinking alcohol, though, on that trip, I would have been fucked for sure. So that, that's how dangerous trend is on, on your liver. People don't realize it. Injectables will wreck your liver. A lot of folks are in denial about that. They don't, uh, they don't think it's legit, but it is. Look, if you get legitimate human-grade steroids um, from Bayer sharing, whatever, and you crack open the packaging, the, the insert will talk about uh, liver problems uh, with these injectables. So uh, a lot of people are in denial. You still need that Entogard. Even when you're uh, just injecting, you still definitely need it. Um, when you're taking orals, it's a must. You know, it's a must. So uh, that's it, man. So anyway, my, my final picks, um, for anybody listening out there, Terrainable EQ stack, confidently get those two uh, pretty legit, and uh, you'll be good to go. My boring stack, right? Um, GW, legitimate GW, and human grade test. You, you'll look as lean and as big as you want to those two as well. But, um, inter- but you know, again, it doesn't go to question because GW is not a, it's not a steroid. So steroid stack, Terrainable EQ. Yeah, guys, at the end of the day, you gotta, you guys got to experiment with this stuff and just run them smartly, run them conservatively, and, you know, you'll find your own favorites. Uh, but, you know, Rick and I, we did not discuss this beforehand, but we both like EQ and T-Ball. But at the same time, both of us, you know, our goals are much different. We're, old, we're older than a lot of you listening, and we don't have those types of goals that you might have some of you younger guys might have so you gotta you gotta factor that in as well so um yep so really appreciate you guys listening um evolution.org podcast if any questions or you want to call in contact me on evolution.org or elite fitness forum steve smi thanks a lot for listening guys take care rick hey take care guys have a good one steve Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our opinion and experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.